What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Mixed Up with Mary and Monty. I am Monty. And I am Mary. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> We've been here for years. As many of you may know, as we've gotten lots of messages on the book and on the tweets and different places, people have missed Mixed Up with Mary and Monty, and we are happy to know that because we've been gone for a minute. We've missed it, too. We've missed it, too. It's <laughs> been too long, Monty. So Mary and I get together quite often to sit and chat. We uh, sometimes will uh, muse over hamburgers and french fries at this uh small little dive restaurant that is always really hot but the food is always really good and we sit and chat about uh when we're gonna get behind the mic and we've been doing that now for about four months <laughs> yeah we've been slacking we talk about it we talk you know, about it all the time action today but i think uh what got me motivated at least was the fact that i had numerous people come up and say hey man that mixed up with mary monty that was pretty cool i wish you guys were still mm -hmm. doing it yeah. and i was like okay yeah we never stop so we should probably get back behind the mic and make this thing come to life again yeah we've waited too long so we've chatted we've uh talked about music we always talk about music and uh we are back today to tell you guys uh since we're a little bit past the midpoint of the year what our favorite discoveries of 2018 are so far yeah it's been pretty great it's been a pretty great year so far we still got mm -hmm. you know what five months left in the year <laughs> i don't uh, know how you do math monty <laughs> it's like weird that you've never seen a calendar before That's it is true. currently it august is 19th. currently august that means we have four <laughs> months left in the year and uh i'm excited because i already have some bangers on the list today and uh, i've been very happy with uh, the amount of music i've been listening to so far yeah monty brought the bangers i brought the mash yes that's a good one Good one. <laughs> See how much do you miss this? So, a uh, quick rundown. Let's go ahead and run down your concerts so far for 2018. Uh, I haven't actually been to as many as I would like to. It seems pretty slow this year, uh -huh. but there's been some really good ones. Um, I started in January with Tune Yards. That was great because I'd never had seen them before, and they mm -hmm. were really dynamic and exciting. And it was at the Van Buren. Yeah. And that was really good. Um, Calexico yep. at the Van Buren was great. Mm -hmm. That record is solid. Uh, most recently was Y Oak. Yeah. At Crescent. Mm -hmm. uh, Unknown Mortal Orchestra was fantastic. Nightmares on Wax was fantastic. Um, I'm trying to think. I feel like, oh, Real Estate. Mm -hmm. I saw them. Uh, no, like, big, big shows yet. Yeah. Foo Fighters coming up in October. That's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is that your, your um, <clears throat> I, obviously that's the big one you're waiting for. <laughs> well, it's pretty exciting. It is, it is. <laughs> when was the last time they were here? Um, I'm trying to figure out if it was 2012, 2011. It's been a while. Wow, it's been because that long. Because Wasting Light was 2011. Wow, I didn't think... I, I thought it was concrete. just like a couple years ago. Uh, Actually, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, probably more like four. Okay. Whenever he broke his ankle. That oh. was that like grand tour that I did. Yeah. Where I went to San Diego mm -hmm. and here. And then Life is Beautiful. I had a whole slew of things going on that week. But this one's exciting because Concrete and Gold's new one. And, you yeah, know, definitely. You know. And definitely. then with Play just coming out too, I'm curious if they're going to like just 
put that in the mix somehow. Throw some. If throw they're some, gonna uh, give him 22 <laughs> minutes and he just like runs around the stage, I don't know. They might. That would be kind of cool. I mean, <laughs> it, it, you might as well, right? Uh-huh. Throw a few in there. <laughs> I've been to uh, only a few this year, but I have a lot coming up in the fall. Yeah. You know my ban on concerts that are outdoors in the summer. Yes. Even yes. sometimes indoors, it gets too hot for mm-hmm. me. I don't like I don't like feeling <laughs> that way. So, uh, but right before summer hit, I finished with the uh, Champion Tour. Uh, Kendrick. That? Oh, that's right. Yeah, Kendrick was there. Schoolboy yeah, yeah. Q, J Rock. Um, Is this the one where Schoolboy Q was riding a dragon or some kind of bird? No, that was earlier in the year. That was oh. Kendrick oh. Uh, again. Uh, that was with uh, Travis Scott. Oh yes, of course. Yeah. You just said it's coming up. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> And, uh, Time is wibbly wobbly. But yeah, we uh, you know, I went there with a good buddy of mine, and we had a great time at both concerts. Um, who else did I Shout see? Shout out to Maddie. Yeah, Maddie Rob. I uh, saw Go Team in San oh, Francisco. That's right. Yes. At this small, tiny venue. Yes. And that's uh, what I was like, no, go for that one, Monty. Uh, you, yeah. were, you were texting me like, I don't know what to do. I've got so many shows, show options in San Francisco. That's right. There and I was like, go with the Go Team. And it was a random night too, like a random Wednesday, yeah. and there was like four really good shows that night. But uh, that opened up discovery for me with a band called Skating Polly. Oh, that's right. Man, this band mm-hmm. was, like blew me away, and. Uh, <laughs> I was really like excited about like their sound. I remember texting Mary. I said, "You need to start a label <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and sign these guys immediately." Yes. Uh, but it's a, they're a really cool band, and I was actually like still on cloud nine because of them mm-hmm. when the Go Team came up. So it took me like four or five songs to finally like ease into <laughs> Go Team atmosphere. That's the best. But uh, it was best. it was fantastic. But those are like the only three that I've been to this year. I, I, I know I'm missing a couple, but yeah, um, I have a System of a Down is coming mm-hmm. to town in October. I think I'm going to that. Got Lauren Hill next month. Oh, that's right. Lauren be going Hill. to that one. Yeah. Um, I might be able to break away to get to the J Cole uh, uh, concert mm-hmm. this week. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's a, a lot. A lot of concerts coming up. If and, you need uh, someone to go to Lauren Hill with you. I'm here for Sounds you. Sounds good. So, yeah. just throwing that out there. Yeah, I got two tickets. And Josh Taylor, who's listening probably, again, one of our biggest fans, mm-hmm. he texted me first, he messaged me first, and I think he said, do you want to go? So, now I have to, you know, let's go as a threesome here. <laughs> that isn't Co- Kamasi Washington's coming in uh, September, oh, right? Oh, yes. That's going to yeah. be, I'm, I really want to see Kamasi. So do I. I think I. that would be really exciting. Um, Death Cab's coming up. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. Van Buren, which I'm looking forward to. Phosphorescent. Oh yeah, is coming as well too. Yeah, that guy's a babe. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think uh, that'd be a fun concert to mm-hmm. to go to just to just to watch the front row and the ladies swooning. Yes, yeah, he, <laughs> his him. swoon factor is very high. Um, who else is coming? On. Isn't uh, Leon Bridges coming yes, as well? Leon. Yeah, Leon, our boy Leon. Leon's coming. Yeah, Comerica, I think, or yeah. Dodge. No, Comerica. <laughs> Somewhere, yeah. <laughs> thing about being a Phoenician and, is that uh, we all have 16 names for our venues. And I know Slayer's coming back mm. for their final... And you're doing it, right? Fi- of course. Yeah, of okay. course. I Just gotta. checking. I gotta. Just this checking. will be like the 19th time I've seen him in concert. <laughs> I gotta I gotta go. 19 for real? For real, yeah. I think my Foo Fighters number is either 14 or 15 on uh-huh. this one, so yeah, I'm, r- I'm trailing you. <laughs> I uh, If I'm in another city and they're playing, I'll make the drive for them. But uh, they What's your radius? How oh, far of a drive? 100 miles. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Just yeah. Tucson and Flagstaff. Then. Yeah. Or like I, I've been in California and they played it like in San Diego. I've driven down there. That's <laughs> a little bit more than 100 miles, but um, I drove down there to see them. Um, 
Yeah, so. I, you know, but but the, at one time, like Slayer was coming to Phoenix twice a year. I felt, yeah, yeah they'd come by the themselves, fair. and then they'd come with like a summer tour or yeah. something like that. So that's how you make that dough. That's right, and they know their crowd here. This is a this is native land. Natives, mm-hmm. I when I go to a Slayer concert, it's like Gathering of Nations <laughs> when I go there because I'm like, all right, all it's the, always been the case. All too, the natives like, are here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but that seems to always been the case that metal and reggae um, natives, Native Americans, always lean towards that. And oh, totally. I was always told that it's because of the rhythm, because it's like I would say it's so. Very yeah, drum circle, very mm-hmm. rhythmic like that, and yeah. then the issues. That are within metal and in mm-hmm. reggae is that like struggle yep. of being put down or yeah. whatever you know. I oftentimes say a, a Slayer concert is like a powwow on steroids. <laughs> like it's just an opportunity for people to really show off those uh, spinning dancing skills that uh-huh. they that get they the are, rage out. In yeah, a get way. the rage out. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So that's a uh, in a nutshell. That's kind of the uh, the concert that we're all excited for for the year. So, uh, Oh, Courtney Barnett and Waxahachie's coming that's together. Right. That's one. Yeah. I forgot about that one. So that's right. They're coming when interrupt you, but that's they're, a good they're one. They're coming soon too. Yeah. Yeah. It's that same week. Man. Of foo. So many, so many good concerts. Mm-hmm. So again, what we're doing here today is we're going to tell you what we've liked so far in 2018. And surprisingly enough, um, I like to make guesses when, when Mary tells me what she is, or when Mary tells me we're going to do one of these, I like to think to myself, okay, I'm going to pick like five that I think are going to definitely be on there. I picked five and none of my five were on that list. So this is a great day. <laughs> you know what they say about when you assume, That's right? That's correct. So that's correct. I'm proud that Never I Never stumps like, me though. <laughs> yeah. I like sometimes being a mystery and surprising people, you know? Hey, it, that's awesome because I think uh, I think there are some people out there, fans of the show, who may make some guesses on some of Mary's uh, top groups mm-hmm. that are not going to be on the list today, and that's pretty crazy. <laughs> uh, people evolve, you know. They do. And I still love all of those of course, things that you, you assume. You still love them. Yes, There's nothing wrong with that. They're still on the 2018 mix, and they're still... Of course. You know. But these are the top five that have really made an impact well, with us. Well, yeah, and I kind of... Uh, I don't know how you picked your list, but I really went with if I like the full album. Me too. So mm-hmm. that was the base Start first, to finish. And then I'm then picking and trying to pick the best song <laughs> because there's so many full albums that I like this year, mm-hmm. which is really refreshing. Yeah. Because... Do you want to take a singles girl before we start on our top five uh, for both of us? Maybe we go through what didn't make the list. Maybe some that 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 were close, but didn't make the final cut. Uh, Oh, I've got plenty. Oh, I I can start right off the bat because uh, I found earlier this year uh, that Kanye West had four albums that he had his fingers in. One on his own and three that he produced. And I think all three of them are successful in vastly different ways. Yeah. But none of them are completely satisfying. And that's weird to say. Yeah. um, Because even Kanye's album, which I thought was going to be like off the charts, is a little unbalanced, I think is maybe a good way to say that. And then he had the Pusha T album, which I think is the strongest of those four that he came out with, which is crazy because I think I texted you how much I was into that Nas album. And I was into that Nas album on two listens. And then I kind of forgot about it Mm. because I went on to Pusha T's album. And then he did the uh, Kid Cudi 
the kids combo, sees ghosts. which is a, a, another great yeah, album kids as well sees too. Ghosts is probably my favorite out of the four mm-hmm. so far. So that was pr- that one and was probably probably number one for a while as well too. But I was surprised when I was going through the list, thinking like, okay, what really like stuck out stuck out to mm-hmm. me this year? And none of the uh, Kanye produced stuff was out there. But I think it's cool that he he did he did that. He's he's a yeah. little bit of a you know, I always say Kanye is a is a social idiot, <laughs> but a musical genius. And I think and I'd almost go the other way that he is a musical idiot. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes. Mm-hmm. And um, a social genius <laughs> in a weird manipulative uh, 2018. What the fuck is this world doing I can see kind that. of way? Because he's an example like he's a perfect example of what is happening in our yeah. world. And to be that. I mean. If I could believe in myself as much as Kanye believes in Kanye, mm-hmm. I would be. <laughs> we'd, we'd all I'd be, be an astronaut. We'd all be president. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. I could I could wax and wane about the nuances of mm-hmm. what he's doing and his dichotomy, his yeah. stuff. But I just think musically, you know, if he, I do agree that he's great, and he is referred to as one of the greatest hip-hop artists of our time. And there's a reason for that. Mm -hmm. It's just hard to see right now for me. Yeah. Because it's kind of muddied and a lot of different things. So he's better when he's with someone else, you know, Mm -hmm. that that kid's ghosts or, I don't know. I just feel like he needs someone to bounce The crazy part is he understands that his style may not transfer to certain artists. Mm-hmm. So that Nas album sounds kind of like a premiere produced album mm-hmm. that uh kid sees ghosts sounds like something kid Cudi probably was mm-hmm. sitting next to him, like manipulating the tracks. And that push a T album has all that, uh, that uh, uh, it's not breakbeat, that trap style, yeah. that trap style that, <laughs> that, that yeah. push a T is known for. So, uh, and then Kanye's album is kind of that, weird i'm just gonna put some stuff out there and poop a dupe poop a dupe poop a dupe y'all <laughs> hashtag poop a dupe that i think one of the highlights of the kanye album being poop a dupe and that snl skit when they're doing the uh, the quiet place skit yep. uh-huh. and when she says he's that poop a dupe <laughs> i think that exemplifies how we all feel about <laughs> this record <laughs> that's fantastic <laughs> poop a dupe so what do you what, what didn't make your list uh well just i mean uh, my 2018 when i was looking at it because i have a playlist that i've you know it's my catch-all mm-hmm. i have 111 songs from this year that's crazy amount of songs so, yeah and you know that i'm I'm a singles person, oh, of but course. there's a lot, you know, in in the ways of full albums. Um, out of the five, my close runner-ups were Unknown Mortal Orchestra, mm-hmm. because I think that record is fantastic. Yeah. Their style, their dynamic, um, their dance, uh, seeing them in concert and the full album. Mm-hmm. I love that when that happens, when there's just that synchronicity and you get to see a band in the middle of doing something that they are so good at. Yeah. Uh, Childish Gambino doesn't necessarily have a, a record yet, but mm-hmm. he's got three tracks out. Yeah. And all three of them have been fantastic yeah. to me anyway. Mm-hmm. Two Summer Vibes and then This Is America, which mm-hmm. the I, impact of the song, the video, the performances so far that we've seen her. Yeah. He's on the top, you know. So when, when This Is America came out, I did not see the video yet. Mm-hmm. And it played on uh, one of my radio stations. And when it came up, I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, ah, because I wasn't 
so sold on his last album. I, I think yeah, we, we w- talked about uh, that. Uh, yeah, I think it's a little different. I think women gravitate towards mm-hmm. it more. Yeah. But uh, when I heard the song, experience. I remember thinking to myself, I'm like, wow, that's 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 an interesting song. But I didn't think it was great. Mm-hmm. When I watched the, the video, though, I was like, wow, that's that's a great it was weird like i was like wow that's a great you song the visual to it yeah i needed mm-hmm. that visual component to yeah. make it really pop to me well especially for you i mean i liked i i saw uh the snl performance first mm-hmm. so that really implied the song to me mm-hmm. and i thought it was beautiful and that's right I, he, the, the, it was he did the it performance was during that snl because he was guest and music yeah and then he premiered the video the video oh online, okay okay at the same time and so i didn't watch the video till the next day mm-hmm. and so i already you know i had already <laughs> i was at the tail end of watching atlanta too so i'm very deep in the donald mm-hmm. glover love and yeah so all of the symbolism and the things that he uses how many levels he's using and how many he's working on her mm-hmm. was just incredible i think at some point then, I was like, I texted you and I was mm-hmm. like, Monty, can we please podcast so I can just talk about Donald Glover for yeah. an hour? Because yeah. I'm fascinated by mm-hmm. the artistry and the symbolism and the use. And so. Yeah. It, the uh, director of his music video has done a few other music videos that have kind of that same like really deep metaphorical symbolic mm-hmm. feel. And uh, so like I was like super excited when I saw his name before I even saw the video. I was like, Oh man, like this is yeah. probably going to be pretty cool. And, uh, when it played, I, I, I probably watched it 10 times in a row. I you, just kept, you and every other person yeah, in just the kept world. re-clicking it yeah. over and over and over again. Something like 73 million views now. Yeah. Or uh, it's probably beyond that. Mm-hmm. But, um, and Atlanta is a fantastic show. It really is. Mm-hmm. Lakeith Stanfield. Oh man. Sorry uh, to bother you. I haven't seen Sorry that Sorry to bother yeah. you. It's fantastic. I had the opportunity to chat with Boots Riley mm. from the, uh, the 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 iconic band, The Coup, uh, from the 1990s, who I oftentimes say uh, don't get their, their, just, their, just, their just amount of uh, recognition from the 90s because I think they were doing something a little bit more artistic than everybody was doing yeah. during that time, that they get lost in the mix. But, um, you know, b- talking to Boots for... 20 minutes we chatted mostly about hip-hop and kind of his emphasis on how he created this work of art and if you haven't seen sorry to bother you go and watch it i think it's a really really well done movie but there's a a female character in the movie who seems to embody every album that the coup has come out with (laughs) and it's so cool like if you're if you're a fan of them and you go and watch that movie and you see this one character this female character in the show you're like man that's like every single album like they've done like all in one person it's really well That's done cool. and then lakeith did the song with the coup mm-hmm. yep. or the soundtrack for the soundtrack yeah, yeah. which is pretty cool yeah. it's he's wonderful yeah it's yeah. fantastic he's like david lynch he's like in actor form he's every far out mm-hmm. uh existential i don't know if ex- metaphysical like he's everything it's yeah yeah, and it's so I'm cool a to bit see enamored, uh, can you tell? to see Lakeith in uh, in Sorry to Bother You because he's playing it so straight, mm-hmm. and in most of the movies that he's in, he's playing it. He's always playing a character. Like it feels like he's playing a character. Right. In Sorry to Bother You, it just feels like he's like playing him. like him, Lakeith. <laughs> I think uh, uh, to kind of I, I I to bridge this and to go on to one more, but Leon Bridges' his new album. Yeah. That in its totality is wonderful too. Yeah. So that was really hard to not 
That was one that barely Heck. missed my cut as well, too. Yeah, of course. Which I really liked. Of course, I loved it, though. Leon's our man. I like that not everybody liked it because everybody expected Coming Home mm-hmm. version 2.0. Yep. And Leon didn't do that, mm-hmm. but I think he really showed his variety. Because when we saw him together, Monty and I saw him together in Mesa two years ago now. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he did a cover of Pony. Yep. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we both looked at each other like, what the fuck is going <laughs> on? Because everybody assumes they know Leon Bridges is like a church-going boy, mm-hmm. you know, based in the gospel and soul music. And then he does Pony, and it was like, yep. oh, he's a man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's a regular old man who's probably in his mid-20s, uh-huh. 20s, 30s. So to him, that was classic rock So, um, it, or classic R&B. So in this new album, I hear Usher... I mm-hmm. hear Luther Vandross. Oh, yeah. I hear the Coming Home V two point um but like Beyond. Beyond is such a good original R and B song and it makes my heart melt because I love a good love story like that where mm-hmm. and he still talks about his family and his grandma and you know, I hope and I think that you'll like her because mm-hmm. she's great and and I don't know, he just he seems to expanded. Yeah. And I get the mixtape that he's playing off mm-hmm. of, you know, so I'm I feel glad that you like I feel a little Maxwell as yeah. well too at oh, times. Yeah. yeah. Um the Urban Hang Suite. Yeah. And but uh the Luther is a great a great pull because I didn't even think about that, but I'm like, yeah, that's like young Luther Vandross it going really on is. right there. Yeah, because yeah. he kinda has that, that edge to him. So try it. Uh, Saba is a uh, mm-hmm. is a uh, a hip hop artist that I really loved his album. He he barely missed the cut on this one as well too. Yeah. Um, but real kind of uh, personal album feels like he's just having a, a chat with you, which I think is sometimes fun albums. Mm-hmm. Beats are pretty good. There's a song he does with Chance the Rapper that's just the standout for me on there. That just barely barely missed the list for me as well too. But mm-hmm. anything else that. I'm kind of like deep diving, trying to think about um, Madeline Kenny. I really liked yeah. her full album. Um, I've got so many, yeah. really. I mean, Super Organisms were another group that oh, I, I really liked. That, that yeah, was a at great the beginning album. of the year. Super Organism, like the the album ended up being kind of half for me mm-hmm. because I played the shit out of like <laughs> the something for your mind, uh-huh. and <laughs> and I was just like, I think I just maxed out. On, <laughs> on what I was doing there. There's a uh, a hip hop album called uh, but from a group called Tierra Whack. Uh, okay. It's 15 minutes, 15 songs, one minute each. Yeah. It's like a concept album. Huh. It's it's it would never probably make my list because of it doesn't feel complete. Uh-huh. But it's awesome that they're only one minute songs <laughs> and That's you get this of variety of like different songs and stuff. But yes. it is only like one minute jams, and I'm like, <laughs> oh wow. I remember I like sitting there and I'm like, how am I already on track nine? Mm. Like <laughs> when I was looking through the list, I'm like, oh, because it's only one minute songs. Because you just like listen to Kamasi Washington right before yeah. it, and then this five yeah, songs so. going for ninety minutes. <laughs> Oh, uh, the Breeders. The Breeders put out a new album this year. Yeah. And Courtney Barnett. Mm-hmm. Um, the females really led a lot for me. Mm-hmm. Madeline Kenny, Courtney Barnett. Uh, I just got the Waxahachie EP. Mm-hmm. Breeders. Um, I have a soul R&B hip hop uh, uh, artist named Doja Cat. Mm. Had a had a really fun album. I yeah. Probably wasn't close to making this list, but I want. 
I want people to know that Amala is a pretty fun album if you're you like that kind of mix and I think uh, a lot of people are giving Cardi B's album some love and I like kind of that underdog story that Cardi B's going with now like, yeah. where she kind of feels like everybody thought her second album was going to be like trash because she's not she's a reality star that made an album you know <laughs> but uh the Doja Cat's a fantastic album if you get an opportunity give that a give that a a shot didn't Paris Hilton make a record too she sure did <laughs> so does Cardi B Paris Hilton of 2018 mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I have a let's eat grandma had a I'm all ears <laughs> yes. album which is okay car seat headrest twin fantasy oh, you know, I like that album quite that, a bit that car seat came to me later I listened to it and I was like okay but then something clicked last month mm -hmm. with bodies Oh, and yeah. I just, that was it. I was like, this track is amazing. And I went backwards. And uh, I, I really liked Rise album, Blood. I didn't hear it. Man, it's a really fun album. Yeah. It sounds like. Uh, oh. Sounds like. Oh, uh, yes, I did. I thought you said Rise. Oh, no, no, Like no. as in we rise, but Rye. 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 R-H-Y-E-S. Yep. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's pretty fantastic. Who else did I like? Uh, those are probably the highlights for me. I was uh, going back and listening to some other stuff as well, too. Uh, um, oh, Technicolor Paradise, mm -hmm. Room Rhapsodies, and Other Exotic Delights is like a compilation album uh, that is just fantastic. It's yeah. good chill music. Yeah. And uh, they had this gigantic box set that I saw at the uh, the local record store. That mm. I was like, what's that? And someone said, oh, we're, we'll play it for you next. And I sat in the record store and listened to it for like an hour. That's fantastic. It was great. That's, I hope they pulled up a couch for you and served you beverages. <laughs> I can't sit when I'm in the record store. I gotta, I gotta wander. I gotta browse. Uh, Beach House. That Beach new Beach House, House record yeah, yeah. is fantastic. It's like, a, it's a very dreamy trip out kind of thing. Uh, the Juliana Hatfield covers Olivia Newton-John album. I have not listened to that yet. I have it, but I haven't Whoa. listened to it yet. Is it great? <laughs> For me, yeah. it is it it I I kind of hate and love it because it's one of those things that shows my age, mm -hmm. and but in a great way. Like I don't know because I love Juliana Hatfield and I love Olivia Newton-John, <laughs> and for it to come out in 2018 is a strange trip. Because uh -huh. in retrospect, it's like oh here's my childhood, here's my 20s, and here I am now. Entertain me. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of cover albums, Brian Owens uh, had an album called Soul of Cash. He's a uh, country R&B soul singer. Uh, hearing Ring of Fire done that way mm. is really interesting. I'm not sure if I, I like it completely, <laughs> but it is super interesting nonetheless. There's a, a, a strange thing about covering Cash. Yeah. You know, that's, oh, yeah. That's either you're doing almost like a parody, mm -hmm. you know, like... You fall into it or you do it completely different. I don't think there's an in-between. Uh, there's a there's another girl named Carolyn Rose. Mm -hmm. And I'm really leaning in on the females this year because there seems to be so much. And she's so fun. I got, and she's kind of out of the blue. I got two females in my top my top five. Yeah, you do. This is great. This is a great day. <laughs> All right, everybody. Without further ado, we're going to break down these five 2018 so far albums. We got five choices each. We're going to break them down here for you in just a second. And without further ado, Mary, I begin. Get I get to start. 
So I'll start with an album and an artist that I didn't expect to see an album from this year, which increased my excitement about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's the new Gorillas, And the last album, Humans, um, or it was Humans. Yeah. yeah. It was very long, uh, kind of drawn out, a little bit more concepty, and you just uh, like you had to really be invested to mm-hmm. get into it, I think, because there was so much content to it. So I didn't know what to expect. And then as soon as I heard Humility, which is the first track that they released, it's got George Benson on guitar. That's awesome. Yeah. And it sounds like summertime. And I saw the video first, and it's got like Jack Black skating down the beach. <laughs> and I was just so excited because I got some insider info you know way early on before we saw any announcements or anything i got something via email like hey mary it's coming in july and i was just like oh my god (laughs) oh my god oh my god oh my god and so i was really looking forward to it so which makes me nervous when i get so excited about something Mm -hmm. when i look forward to it too much do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. because there's it could go anyway but fortunately it went to me it's a perfect gorillas album in a lot of ways because it's a concept album it's reflective of plastic beach to me mm-hmm. it's a tr- it's a you know from the first track to the last it's they coda he mm-hmm. codas it you yeah. know the lyrics in humility come back to sukai at the end yeah. and i love damon alburn for that and i love being able to travel through um moments and loneliness but joy and all of the things like looking at what he did with this one is very reflective of what he always has done Mm -hmm. there's a couple you know how they always have like a a location track so they had arizona Uh this album has kansas Mm -hmm. idaho um and so it talks about him being he's traveling you know on tour and then he writes these songs while he's in these places Mm -hmm. and so i can always really visualize and i think that's a wonderful thing and just that it's good um and it's a mixture of things. There's not all tracks or have people on them, you know. Mm-hmm. So I pick Lake Zurich because it's a it's an instrumental. It's got some some words to it, but it's just perfectly the tone of Gorillas to me. It's quintessential. Mm-hmm. It's got all their signature sounds, and there's nobody even singing. So yeah. it's. A <laughs> feels like an mj album the very beginning i think yeah. uh i'm right on there with you <laughs> it's i want to rock with you totally it's that same drum fill i uh i just got this album recently i've had like two listens to it but i really thought it was a well done really really well done album my next pick or my first pick actually is uh 
maybe won't be surprising to some of you out there who know my uh, <laughs> my uh, my love uh, for a little group called Doomtree. Mm-hmm. Um, Dessa, the what I like to call the heart and soul of Doomtree, had an album come out this year called Chime. And Dessa has had this evolution as an artist where she hasn't really changed what she does. Uh, she still sings. She still raps. She still almost kind of free verses it as well, too. Uh, but there's a quality, I think, that Chime has that her other albums haven't. Uh, Chime feels like an artist who completely understands what they're meant to do behind the mic. It sounds like somebody who has finally fine-tuned their sound to really uh, become what they want it to become. How it sounds in their mind is now how it sounds through the speakers. And there's a quality, I think, that Dessa has with this uh, being able to switch so quickly from a singing, melodic harmony into a raw hip-hop verse. And there are a few hip-hop MCs that can do that. It's difficult to do because Mm -hmm. your brain... And most of them don't have good singing voices. Correct, correct. It's more about oratory. And even Dessa has like a unique, a unique voice that mm-hmm. I think at first, like it, it, it kind of feels a little abrasive to people. But this album, for some reason, like it, it almost feels like a lullaby at mm-hmm. times when she's, when she does her singing. It's, it's really a, a comforting album to me. And I hope that you guys, if you, if you guys never listened to Doomtree, uh, maybe that's your gateway to getting into uh, some of the the original or the uh, the solo acts because they're Sims and uh, and uh, P.O.S. Yeah. and uh, uh, Mike McLon. They all have some fantastic albums, but I think as far as like any of them go, Dessa's Chime is my favorite so far. Wow. And yeah. I and Dessa's I think, prolific. Yeah. You know, I mean, she keeps working. She's always on the road. Mm-hmm. She reminds me of Patti Smith in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I, I see Dessa as a poet first. Yeah. And then, you know, hip hop rap artist and then singer, you know. So for my pick today, we're picking Fire Drills uh, from Dessa's album, Chime. You can count You can't be too broke to break. As a woman, always something left to take. So you shouldn't try to stay too late. Or talk to strangers, look too long, go too far out of range. Cause angels can't watch everybody all the time. Stay close, hems low, safe inside. That formula works if you can live it. But it works by putting half the world off limits. You can count my ribs. Count my. You can count my ribs. Cause we don't say go out and be brave. Now we say be careful, stay safe. In any given instance, that don't hurt. It sinks in like stilettos and soft earth, like the big. That was Dessa Chime. Yeah. That was a song, Fire Drills, off of her her album. Came out earlier this year. I hope you give it an opportunity. Are you gonna talk about how you met her in a hallway? I did. I a uh, long time ago when uh, Doom Tree came out, Dessa was the opening act. I think she only had like one album out at the time, and she was the opener. And then they, I think Doom Tree played after that. It was Doom Tree or Sims, something like that. But uh, I bumped into her in the hallway, 
and we started talking about movies in the hallway and uh the hearts were fluttering outside of my head <laughs> and my eyes were all gazy and uh i have been a dessa fan ever since <laughs> swoony swoon city total swoon total swoon um i'm guessing that my next pick is one that surprised you i mean sure like, did, like yeah. you said i probably surprised you on all of them but gorillas probably didn't surprise you that gorillas much. Gorillas didn't surprise me that yeah. much, but this this one did. Yeah, <laughs> I chose. And, uh, and not because I didn't I didn't like the album. Mm -hmm. I I thought it was a, a really well done album. I listened to it numerous times. Yeah. But it wasn't one that I thought that you had so passionately on your list. Yeah, I don't think that we've ever talked about them. Nope. And I think there's a reason for that, and the reason being that this album is different from all the others that I've heard from them, mm -hmm. because the others are just so emotional and. Um, uh, abstract, I would say abstract, depressive, mm -hmm. <laughs> and and something far out that I couldn't quite grasp. And this one is a little bit. This is more positive. Um, I think that the band has talked about this as well. That it's kind of a different, more. It's a different, lighter record for them. Mm -hmm. It's more accessible. It's not quite as um, abstract or deep in some ways, but in then others, it is there. So it's the Dirty Projectors, uh, Lamp Lit Rose. Lamp Lit Pros? Rose. <laughs> as I go through it. Lamp Lit Pros, as I call it, the rose. Anyway, I chose That's a Lifestyle because to me, it's got all the things I love, which is an acoustic guitar, uh, great lyrics, mm -hmm. but with an interesting beat and... Then the rest of the album is really fun for your brain. Like yeah. you, you just, it's, it's a fun exercise. He's saying a lot of things. He's broken away from a real dark place, I suppose. Mm -hmm. um, there's three of them and I think one of the members left. So that always creates a different change too. So yeah. you can see the difference there. Um, this one, when I first heard this song in particular, I was like, oh my God, that's a Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young song. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> because I love good guitar. Mm -hmm. But um Anyway, so this is the Dirty Projectors that I chose. White blinking and cryptid and high. The sputters come from the sky, red hot in July, weeping black hole. We shout out loud, megaphone, cut a sword, but listening in. We browse our own episodes. Just uh, telling Mary that I think of uh, Lil Gordon Lightfoot, some America. <laughs> yes. When I hear that album, Lil Sundown. Lil Sundown. Yep. <laughs> and uh, I just, uh, I, I distinctly remember this album on a trip. I had to go. Mm. I I had to pick someone up, uh, who a friend of mine who had called me to come and, and pick them up somewhere, yeah. and I listened to it on the journey up, oh. and then 
on the drive back, we we were talking too much to listen to anything. But uh, it was a I think of that. Are you going talking about me? Or are you talking about somebody a little else? bit? <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about you. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. But that was that, and like I remember the two other albums that I listened to going up because mm-hmm. it was that, and I revisited Chance the Rapper's album, mm. and then I listened to oh, what was the other? oh it was it was Sufjan, uh, Come on, Phil the. Illinois, Illinois. Yeah. I that keeps coming up in my mix lately. That in Michigan, yeah. Oh, I think Mich- I, yeah. I think this means I need to go to Chicago and see Lake Michigan. Yes. <laughs> or we just, or we just uh, I'm focusing in. Go on a road trip to see Sufjan in concert. Sufjan coming? I don't know. Uh, Sufjan's uh, "Mystery of Love," by yeah. the way, just it's that track one. is yeah. on the 2018 track. Mm-hmm. It's it's fantastic. My next pick is a from an artist named Lucy Dacus, a uh, sophomore album that she came out with this year. Um, fell in love with this album pretty quickly uh, when it came out. I tell Mary often that I'm a sucker for uh, albums that are sorrowful, uh, reflective. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people call them uh, d- depressing. Um, I find a lot of healing in, in listening to those kind of artists. Uh, compile an album and Lucy Dacus's album historian is all of that it's a reflection of time and how time plays a important role in us healing but also understanding that those wounds take some time and there's something so special about an artist that can combine all of that the loss of a loved one the uh, bad breakups the Uh, misunderstandings that you have in your own mind uh, that self-doubt that you have growing inside you for an artist to put that all on an album and really kind of showcase it with such flair with such a unique voice uh, with something that I I consider very bold for someone to do for their sophomore album I think is really really amazing she's signed to Matador Mm -hmm. uh, for this album and uh, I cannot praise Lucy Dacus's album more than I do. It's been probably the album of all the albums that I listen to that I, I keep coming Did back you keep to. Keep going back to. Oh Indiana. yeah, consistently. It's a really interesting thing that you just said that I never really thought about. I'm not necessarily a person that is able to speak when I'm in those depths of depression or whatever sad feelings are happening, and so I suppose that's probably why you and I both why I relate to those things because it's somebody else processing the things that I'm feeling mm-hmm. and I don't have to say them. Yeah. <laughs> I can use mm-hmm. their avenue mm-hmm. to get it through and cause you have to do it somehow. And mm-hmm. again, let's praise the music gods for right. and you know they, they letting talk- people be vulnerable and using yeah. the message that helps the other people deal with what's going on. Well, they talk about the fog mm-hmm. and this place that you get to where you just can't see through that fog. Mm-hmm. And I think Music has this way of breaking through that fog to even if it doesn't necessarily it's the feel lighthouse. yeah it doesn't feel like it's that their story is pertinent to me the f- emotions of it are similar and I can understand how they feel about mm-hmm. a certain thing even if I've never experienced whatever triggered that moment yeah. but uh, I think that's so special and you know I uh, it it's important I think in these moments and I don't mean to bring the the weight of the showdown but I think it's important in these moments to you know, let people know that there are places that you can call. Mm-hmm. There are people that you can talk to if things get too be, be too much. much yeah. And I mean, uh, there's, you know, don't, you know, don't make a permanent solution to a temporary issue. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important to say. So without yeah. further ado. Well, let me just one yeah, more thing that you're right. And that music saves, you know, 
It is something that, as you're talking again, I think the emotional intelligence and the empathetic intelligence that I've learned through music and lyrics and knowing the people that like what they like for why they like it creates an emotional intelligence and understanding. So, Mm -hmm. and music saves. Definitely. (laughs) This is Lucy, Lucy Dacus. The song is Night Shift off of her album Historian. In five years I hope the songs feel like covers Dedicated to new lovers You got a nine to five so I'll take the night shift Dacus, everybody, Night Shift. Give that album a listen. Everybody I know that, like, you're either way in with Lucy or not. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody's 100% with her that loves her. So. Oh, yeah. I'm on, I'm ride or die. <laughs> I'm ride or <laughs> die with die, her. Lucy. Um, another incredible female that put out a record this year is Janelle Monet, who. Oh, this album. Is. <laughs> right? There's oh. like. There are so many wonderful aspects of this album from start to finish. Mm -hmm. Um, We know that Janelle is incredibly talented. She is far out. Um, She is Prince. Uh She is big boy, but she is incredibly female Mm -hmm. at the same time. You know, she's Erica Badu. She is. She's she. The beautiful thing about uh, Dirty Computer is that she kind of finally became more a woman because Before this, you know, she was suit and tie or the the Metropolis mm-hmm. robot, you know, the arachnoid. And she finally kind of came out and I could feel more emotion. Uh, she's talking about sexuality, like pink. Pink is is like watching RBG. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's, it's pink is a feminist uh, sexual uh, empowerment, you know, kind of song. But and then Django Jane is mm-hmm. toe for toe. Like come at me, oh totally, <laughs> you know? totally. Um, but all the tracks to me are just fantastic, and I chose "Make Me Feel." It is blatantly and most definitely a Prince song because mm-hmm. he worked on it with her. You know, it's one of those last things that he did, and so with her being under his wing for as long as she was, I think it's a perfect way to express a tribute to him mm-hmm. and be herself. And I think that's what allowed her to be herself more on this record. It's nice to see the robot have some some emotion. Definitely. And I can't say enough. I don't know if you want to speak more on. The album like shook me the first time mm-hmm. I heard it because I love Janelle Monet And when it came out, I listened to it three or four times in a row and was like kind of confused because <laughs> I was still waiting for that old person, that old Janelle to come out and feeling the growth and feeling uh, just kind of how it felt so deeply personal and it's part warmer. of yeah. her personality, mm-hmm. I think, a little bit more. I was really just uh, just 
just shocking to me, and I I absolutely fell in love with it. And she's on top of her game. I mean, she, she's she's in on every level. You know, she's mm-hmm. acting, she's singing, she's on tour, she's just doing it all. Right and there now, there's so. something about that cover that I find just mm-hmm. so sexy about <laughs> that look. That just the yes. look, the design, the fashion, all of it, yeah. and it's nothing sexual. Well, it's, it, her, it's it's how beautiful she yeah. is in the first place, yeah. and I don't know, maybe it's your religious upbringing. <laughs> it could be, it could, because I've seen <laughs> because people try to copy that. She is the Virgin of Guadalupe. Mm-hmm. She's Virgin Mary on there, yeah. so. Just and a beautiful look. Mm-hmm. I, I she's like it. Diana Ross. She's she's a pointer sister. She's mm-hmm. everything at the same time, so. I chose, it was hard to pick a song because I really like, I like that. Mm-hmm. Django Jane, Pink, um, but make me feel. baby long live long live prince speaking of of fire uh the first hip-hop album making the list today you guys knew there was going to be one uh comes to us from j cole uh j cole's album kod i think is the perfect example similarly to what kendrick lamar did a few years ago of an artist finding his his true voice and really uh making an impact with the microphone that he's using KOD is political, it's personal, uh, it's a uh, metaphor for kind of how society is losing its way, also an idea of how urban communities are still struggling terribly. Uh, he makes those those locations and those people that he talks about come to life. He is a master on the microphone. Uh, J. Cole just had this album for me, I think, that surprised me because I've always liked J. Cole and I've always like really appreciated what he's trying to do with his albums. But this one really like stuck with me. And uh, I've been listening to this from the time that I got it. it. It makes a weekly appearance in some playlists that I have. And and you think it's going to last for I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. It's, I think it, this one will be the one that people talk about more than his other ones. This will probably be around for the long haul as well. This feels like uh, similar to Kendrick's "Damn." Mm-hmm. I think this is what this is J Cole's mm-hmm. "Damn," and there's a there's a a bunch of songs I could pick from this album, but I like it when an artist, especially a hip hop artist, flexes their muscle. And J Cole on the final track of this album calls out all radio trap music hip hop guys. Can I don't know if we can call them hip hop guys, rap guys, <laughs> rock stars, whatever they call themselves, and puts them on blast. And not <laughs> one of them has come back to make a rebuttal because I think deep down inside they know that if they try to go toe to toe with J Cole, it's not going to be pretty. <laughs> <Can> I- <laughs> 
The song we're going to listen to today from J. Cole's KOD is 1985. Intro to the fall. Now you scrambling and hoping to get hot again But you forgot you only pop cause you was riding trends Now you old news and you going through regrets Cause you never bought that house but you got a Benz And a bunch of jewels and a bunch of shoes And a bunch of fake friends I ain't judging you I'm just telling you what's probably gonna happen When you rapping about the type of shit you rapping about It's a faster route to the bottom I wish you good luck I'm hoping for your sake that you ain't dumb as you look But if it's really true what people saying And you call yourself playing with my name then I really know you fuck trust i'll be around forever cause my skills is tip top to any amateur niggas that want to get rock just remember what i told you when your shit flop in five years you're gonna be on love and hip-hop nigga You know what happens when you assume and just make bold statements about an artist being from Chicago? Well, turns out J. Cole is not from Chicago. <laughs> J. Cole was born and raised in, well... Well, no, he was he born was in Germany. He was a military kid uh -huh. and then raised in North Carolina and then went to school in New York. So he's been everywhere but Chicago. Yeah. So, Which explains a lot, though, because I think worldview is always reflective of how many places you've been mm -hmm. to. And so if he's this well-versed and he's just he can call things out a little bit mm -hmm. better... Maybe this is me simplifying that, but that's how I... Have you given this album a I listen? No, because I, I just, I haven't really invested in it. Mm -hmm. So I think... Give it a shot. I can do that. Give it a shot. <laughs> Give it a shot. I'd like to know what you think. Now that I know uh, a little bit more about him, you know, I'm always intrigued by the person first. Mm -hmm. And when it, especially when it comes to rap and hip hop stuff, because... I feel perspective is obviously mm -hmm. a number one thing, a yep. number one aspect of what they're going to be talking about usually mm -hmm. but maybe i'm anyway j cole i'll give you a chance give it a chance <laughs> um this new record that i'm going to be speaking of did this one surprise you as well no because i had this on my short list oh good and i figured that it might <laughs> be on your short list because i think i saw it on i think i got the recommendation off of a a post that you made yes that you're listening to this i got really excited i think um talking about lord huron's uh new newest record um this it's a full album of ethereal space rock um it's very warm very sensitive very out of this world um, always about love, you know, it's mm -hmm. a, it's a love story in start to finish, you know, kind of thing. Um, I've been telling Monty, especially, you know, I'm always, I've always been a fascinated by planets and stars mm -hmm. and space and all of these things. And so it really combines a lot of things. It's also very nature driven. Um, and recently I went to Montana with some friends and, I had one of those moments. I mean, I've been listening to this record with my friend all year and and the and bonding with it, but also having my own moments, you know. But to combine all of these things, most recently that trip I just took to Montana, we were standing outside. There's six of us and the night is clear and we can see every star ever made mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. i lost count at about 1.6 million <laughs> 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 but we're looking it's the full milky way 
and there's six of us outside and everybody's talking and hanging out and blah, blah, blah. And I put on Lord Huron, Lost in Time and Space, and everybody just went silent. And for that, for those moments of listening to the song together alone, Under the Stars Howl, it's, it just captured everybody and I felt like, okay, everybody does get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just puts me in that space and it put me in that space before, no pun intended. <laughs> That's space. See what it did there? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, it's just a beautiful record. I think it, it makes me feel cool in a temperature-wise. I don't know. It makes my makes everything calm down in me. Mm-hmm. And I feel I agree good, idealistic, romantic, uh, hopeful, um, also melancholy, mm-hmm. all of the things that go along with life. So Hopeful and energetic are the two things yes. I get out of this album. Yeah, absolutely. I think... And it and everything about what they did. We saw them at Innings Festival. Well, I heard them in Innings Festival, so but on tour, you know, and they're doing this really neat concept thing with this album too. I got a VHS sent to me at work. Which is a VHS? Yeah. What's with a, a little with an emerald on it. What's a VHS? Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I like the concept, I like how Guess she's gone for good She don't call me like I thought she would She went west to chase her dreams She took my money but she didn't take me Why go on their unknown worlds Stay right here and let the cosmos twirl Blind without her source of Great jam. It's like three that. in one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a very full album. Keeping the aspect of space on the table, uh, we're moving on to... You can't put space on the table. <laughs> space is everywhere, Matthew. <laughs> this don't, is dark matter Don't try to versus... confine space. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no one puts space in the corner. Oh. <laughs> um, we're moving on to Kamasi, Washington. <laughs> Oh, uh, totally yeah. space. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Kamasi Washington's Heaven and Earth album that came out this year. Uh, feels kind of weird to brag about this album because I've been bragging about Kamasi since the Epic oh, a few yes. years ago. It was yeah. a top top album for me a few years back. And I thought nothing on this earth could make me forget about the Epic. <laughs> I heard Heaven and Earth and <laughs> sat there thinking to myself that this somewhat concept album about an artist looking outwardly and an artist looking inwardly uh, with over two hours of material as usual uh, from from Mr. Washington is an exercise in just pure music talent and exercise in contradiction uh, working with that heaven and earth aspect. Um, There is a aspect of this album that is uh, overwhelmingly heartfelt. Like there are moments where I can feel just an abundance of emotion, just 
uh, spilling towards the surface. And then in the next minute, I feel completely comforted mm -hmm. by the, the, the second part of this album is just, there's just such a balance that I think is, is really hard to achieve when, from any artist. Yeah. I think sometimes harder when you're working within jazz. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Well, I don't know, Monty. I mean, sometimes I think jazz is more emotional in a lot yeah. of ways. You know, it is what you are creating in your mind from mm -hmm. the tones and the feelings of it. So, it's, yeah. I don't know. I, I get, yeah, I'm, I'm there with you too. Yeah. I think, I think part of it for me is the, uh, when, when I think about jazz, I think about how far they can push an, an emotion with those tones. Mm -hmm. And I think Kamasi knows when to push hard and when not to push yeah. and finding that balance, I think is, is hard because it, this is something that could become too overwhelmingly emotional at, yes, at moments. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. I can't, I can't listen to a lot of Kamasi because mm -hmm. again, I get a bit overwhelmed by yeah. albums that have so much to them. Mm -hmm. um, I have to be in the right frame. Mm -hmm. Although it does, it's very helpful to me to have it on in the background mm -hmm. uh, to do work or something else. But if it's just me intently listening on it, I can't stay there. Mm -hmm. I have to have, I have to be doing something else with my body. <laughs> does that make sense? And that, that's interesting that you say you can't, you have to, you can put it on at work because when I put it on at work, I stop working. <laughs> I'll like yeah, I'll like sit so. back and then before you I know it zone. I'm gazing and just <laughs> it, you know just just it letting it envelop yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, but you know for those fans <laughs> of the epic, you know if you like kind of that freewheeling, uh, really kind of balls to the wall aspect that the epic can can control so nicely. Heaven and Earth is a little bit more restrained and a little bit more controlled, yes. but also at the same time still encompasses everything that we've we've come to love from this artist. Mm -hmm. And I'd say give it an opportunity, give yourself some time, give yes. yourself some space, <laughs> some space. Can I can I also say that it is Coltrane? You know, mm -hmm. Very it much. is the closest mm -hmm. to Coltrane yeah. that I can hear or feel. It's the way I don't quite know how or why. Mm -hmm. He does this that feeling for me. I listened to, I listened to Kamasi's album on Friday afternoon, mm -hmm. and then Friday evening I listened to. There he is. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Friday evening I listened to a Love Supreme, mm -hmm. and I couldn't. I was like, oh, this my body, my muscle memory of music led me back here. Yeah. Because it kept going through my head. I chose um, Testify, actually. I put Testify in a mix for 2018 mm -hmm. from Kamasi's, which I think is pretty great. But like you said, there's two two albums, so mm -hmm. it's two sides, and it's there's a lot to it, I think. The, and uh, you've always been a number one Kamasi fan. Oh, so. oh, you know how much I love Kamasi. <laughs> but the song I picked for today is the Space Tra Traveler's Lullaby. Yes. Um, give this album a shot, everybody.
Kamasi, Washington. Let's also get that uh, Rodgers and Hammerstein thing to it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good pull. Good that's pull. my. Mm-hmm. That's probably why I like the Coltrane, because, you know, my favorite things is my favorite mm-hmm. from Coltrane and then into that. That's a dream. It's like I'm watching a movie in my head. Yeah. And Kamasi's killing it, killing <laughs> as it. they say. Um, did this last one surprise you as well? A little bit. Yeah, a little bit, because you have, I don't... You've probably not even heard this album, right? No. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is why I feel like it's my duty to tell people about this album in some ways. Uh, it's The Shins. Uh, in 2017, they put out um, the war. <laughs> well, this is a really interesting thing. This they put out an album on, in 2017, and then in January of 2018, they re-released the album but flipped. Mm-hmm. So the original album in 2017 is called Heartworms. This one's called The Worm's Heart, where James Mercer literally took every song and flipped them. He flipped tone. He flipped like major to minor keys. Mm-hmm. They they change the beats they basically just like inverted it yep as i see it it's like when you put your socks in the laundry mm-hmm. and then when they come back out they're inside out mm-hmm. that's and yep. <laughs> but i love the inside out version way better than the the other because the other i didn't even really listen to that much mm-hmm. i mean i love the shins i always have they are a cornerstone to a lot of the indie stuff that i love and just james mercer yeah thank you james mercer mm-hmm. for always continually working he's kind of like dave Grohl in that way that's very prolific Mm -hmm. the stuff with danger mouse the whole thing so this concept really intrigued me and i think that i must have i I think i've listened to this record a billion times this year it's still in the car (laughs) it's Mm -hmm. still a default um uh it means a lot to me for friendship and good memory and just a lot of great things so far this year. Mm-hmm. So it's What's the shins. What song um, are we oh, to? I, this is the thing that I did to Monty because I love this record so much. I gave him three tracks and I was like, I don't know. Can you just play them all? <laughs> yes, I can. But, well, what did I pick Monty? You, you know? pick. So yeah. now what rubber balls and name for you? Yes. Voted 
Speaking of a listener, let me jump back to Lord Huron real quick. So uh, I was with a f- group of friends in Montana. Um, two of them were new to me. I mm-hmm. just met them that week. And in that moment, I was playing uh, that playlist that I shared with you, Life as We Plan It, mm-hmm. Life as You Plan It. And it might be a new theme. But anyway, they took that and they listened to it. And they loved Lord Huron. Mm-hmm. And from that day, the next day, they listened to... Life as You Plan It, but then they listened to the Mixed Up with Mary and Ponty podcast and mm-hmm. found the Yacht Rock one. And we have lifelong fans now, Monty. That's this awesome. is <laughs> Yeah, for Justin and Lindsay <laughs> in Montana right now. They might be listening to us now. we got two new fans, and they love both. So thank you, guys. The, the Yacht Rock playlist has brought some people in. It really has. Who yeah. who knew that the Yacht Rock <laughs> playlist would bring really that many has. people in? That's crazy. So now we can remind our friends to go back. Go back and listen to Yacht Rock, everybody. Apparently, <laughs> it's a hit. People love that one. And anyway, I'm really glad that I could tell you about the Shins because I feel like every time I've played that record for people, mm-hmm. they go, "What is this? Yeah, why? What's happening?" I so. I just told Mary that I uh, sat here last night when she gave me her her uh, her breakdown of of songs, and I immediately thought she was talking about a 2017 album. So I was going to text her back and say hey this is a 2017 (laughs) and then i looked at all the song tracks and they were all said flipped afterwards and i'm like okay what's this so then i looked it up and i was like well that's really interesting for them to re-release something that i didn't like initially not many people did i think 30 people bought that first record so and then playing it at like 11 30 last night in my living room and just like being like wow this is really really good yeah so cheers cheers to that so my final album today comes from Houston-based trio instrumentalists. The group is called Krungin. Oh, I said it wrong. Krungbin. <laughs> it is a, it's a difficult. It's an exercise in <laughs> pronunciation. It's an exercise in pronunciation, so much so that this band has taken the time to tell people at their concerts how to pronounce <laughs> their name. Uh, the group is called Krungbin. You did it. And the album we're talking about is Con Todo El Mundo. And uh, it is a 60s, 70s-esque soul and funk Quentin Tarantino soundtrack mm-hmm. uh, mashup of really, really cool grooves. I love this album as background music. I heard it on NPR. Uh, someone talked about it during a Tiny Desk conversation, mm-hmm. and I pulled it up, and I've been uh, just jamming to it for the last few months. And uh I like instrumental albums. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Menahan Street Band. Mm, I really yes. love Budo's band. Um, L. Michael's Affair is another group that That's I really it. like. Uh, so finding another group who... Chicano Batman. Yeah, uh-huh, mm-hmm. yep, yep. 
So finding a group that found their influence off of 60s and 70s Thai funk is really cool. And their name uh, translates to airplane. Uh, Krungbin. Krungbin. I'm saying it wrong. But Krungbin. Krungbin. Uh, translates to airplane and tie as well too so uh, give this group a shot they have a really fun album it's an instrumental album few tracks uh, just a real funky uh, get you get you in the mood for a fun day kind of album i like albums like this and i really wanted to make sure they give this group a shot because if you're a fan of any of those other groups that i talked about or if you like quentin tarantino movies uh, you can definitely think about this album and wonder where you're going to place these songs mm-hmm. Uh, the song we're listening to today from their album is Maria Tambien, and enjoy. gentlemen that's the best of 2018 so far so far we'll be back in december (laughs) to break down the best of the year and give you guys a more music to listen to there might be a paul mccartney and dave Grohl involved in that one and then you'll feel like everything's right everything's right in the world the world is back (laughs) on its access we are back (laughs) we are back to normal uh but mary thank you for your choices i think uh i think your choices are fantastic and i discovered a lot of new stuff well, from same. your from your choices so same it makes me choices. super happy i never knew how to say airplane and tie before today there you go i appreciate go. that hey. alone hey. <laughs> the more you know <laughs> the more you know ladies and gentlemen thank you for sticking with us for this time um we love to do this podcast because it's two people who love music and really i i do love mary as a person i think she's fantastic and having this opportunity to sit across from her and and chat music is always a a a highlight of my week thank you monty you're welcome and uh Thank you, fans, for getting this back in the room. It was your push that made us make sure that we had to set some time apart to do this. And we are planning some stuff to make sure this happens a lot more regularly. Uh, Thank you so much for sticking with us. Uh, Share your favorite 2018 uh, uh, albums that you may like. You can find us on Facebook at MixedUpWithMaryandMonty.com. Not not .com, just MixedUpWithMaryandMonty. You can find us on Facebook there, and uh, feel free to share your choices with us. Make us discover some new stuff. Maybe there's things we're not thinking about. Um, And I'm going to hand it over to Mary for our farewell here because uh, we want to pay some tribute. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the things that you and I always seem to talk about is how much people influence our lives whether we know that or not when it comes to music is incredible um w- the world just lost aretha franklin the, the queen 
the lady soul, you know, it is something like having, you don't know what it is to breathe. You know, you don't, you just do it voluntarily. And I feel that Aretha Franklin to music is the air that we breathe in so many ways, you know, um, indelible as a woman, as a civil rights, Mm. you know, uh, as a believer in music and just incredible. There's a base that she sets the tone for so many things. I can't put into words what so many other people have said eloquently. Mm -hmm. So this one is just cheers, Aretha. Thank you. Finishing today, everybody. Thank you for listening to Mix Up with Mary Monty. I am Monty. And I am Mary. Let's finish with some Aretha. I'm only one step ahead of heartbreak. One step ahead of misery. One step is all I have to take Backwards to be the same old fool for you I used to be I'm only one step ahead of your arms One kiss away from your sweet Afford to stop for one moment Cause I'm just out of reach of your fingertips Your warm breath on my shoulder Keeps reminding me that it's too Just one.